We have the offense talk about why Griffin did they stall? They stalled because they got outplayed everywhere. Oof. Um, I mean, they got outplayed. Uh, Pete was, I think Pete's trying to manifest a little bit. He was like, you know, the protection's okay. Um, the protection was actually pretty bad. Uh, Charles Cross did not have a good game. Um, and like, I, you don't need to panic because he's going to be very good. Like, I have no doubt. He just needs to find his footing, you know, and everything will be fine. Abraham Lucas played okay. I mean, he played all right. Uh, the interior, if it wasn't Haynes, it was, you know, it was uh, Blythe. And if it wasn't Blythe, it was Gabe Jackson, you know. Um, I still have hope for the interior to, to be fine. Um Blythe didn't like lose bad. He was just like getting, he was just getting bull rushed a little bit off of awkward angles. Um, but so, all right. So the, they, they didn't scheme aggressively in the sense that, well, they didn't go deep very much. Um, w- within those play calls though, I think it's important to understand that Gino's process was aggressive within what was called. Like he had opportunities to turtle up and be more careful with the ball um, but like he went for it in some context. So like uh, the one dig route to lock it really had 10 players on the field. Like that's really good quarter. Like that's the quarterback trying to get everything he can out of the look, um, as possible. But good, good example of that is that, uh, third and a mile shot to Metcalf, which resulted in the interception, which came back for defensive pass interference, where he's looking at Lockett's sit route against cover three, uh, fully knowing that, he ain't going to throw that. He's just reading the weak hook defender of cover three who's come down to lock it. And so yeah. he knows there's a window to throw the, the skinny post to Metcalf behind, which there was. Like, right. he could have just checked it down over the middle and then they punt. But no, he's like trying to push the ball down the field when the roots are down the field, which, you know, Pete Carroll's comments, which we covered in yesterday's podcast, but um, oh my God, this is disaster. Hold on. <laughs> Next time I will actually charge my uh, things. Uh, I'll be, <laughs> but anyway, I'll just finish my point. Yeah. Um, yeah. The peak house comments about letting Gino cook almost like pushing the ball down the field, all of that stuff. Um, Coolmore so, downfield and he'll take them. He, he, he was near perfect from a process standpoint again. And just cause the results weren't there from the overall offense and we'll get to why that was, but like Gino as a quarterback was fine. So yeah, there, there are, there are a lot of teams around the league that have like quarterback problems and you kind of point to like, well, he missed a read here, you know, he, or he didn't, he read it right, but then he wasn't operating quick enough. Um, you know, or it's like, oh, this, I mean, this quarterback's having a meltdown, et cetera. Like Seattle doesn't have that problem at quarterback. Gino is like, he, he, he rarely made, I don't think he made a single, like bad decision. I don't think he misread a coverage once. Um, like he's, he's operating really well. Like he was setting protections well. And like, that's why Pete is saying what he's saying about him is because they, they have a quarterback that is like doing what the play call asks. Um, and so in order to, in order to get going, you can't be having those, those negative plays that you had like in the run game, like the, the tackles for loss, um, and, and the penalties were setting them back and putting themselves in really bad situations. And and while I think Gino has average arm strength, the above average accuracy, it's not an arm talent that you want to put behind the sticks, especially against that pass rush. 
um, that interception, for example, that's an example of him, the, the, the interception that wasn't called back. That's an example of him being able to access an explosive within the structure of a play that is not necessarily oriented around getting, getting deep. Um, and so like he moves off the front side of the concept. Goodwin ran the wrong route, by the way, as, as we came to learn from Pete. Um, and had he not ran the wrong route, he would have ran something vertical and the free safety, the deep safety would have been nowhere near the play to make a, make an interception. It just would have been a, um, a pass breakup. Um, but then you see Gino transition snap back to the backside of the play, knowing and in reading the play, knowing he has a one-on-one because he knows that they're spinning to one high instead of showing too high pre-snap. So he knows he has lock at one-on-one. That's in the back of his mind. He doesn't even have to see it. Then he looks to lock and he's targetable. And then he fires it and it's underthrown and intercepted. But the reason why it's underthrown is because his center is getting walked back and he his base is being disrupted, meaning he can't he can't set his feet the way he wants to. Then on top of that, he also can't follow through 100%. It was like a three-quarter follow-through. Gino has the arm strength and the accuracy to make that throw, no problem. But he doesn't have the arm strength to make that play when he can't fully get the ball off the way he'd like to. There are some quarterbacks in the league that can. Gino's not one of them. So the whole premise behind Gino is with his decision-making and with what arm talent he does have, he can make the, the offense, like we talked about last week, he can get you an above average offense if the play around him is average or better, right? So when when the pass rush is as it was, he can't get the ball downfield. Now, there. that said, he, he was, I think, and this kind of further leans into Pete's point about why they have trust in Gino, is that he was under fire all game. I think he got hit like six or seven times, and that was with getting the ball out. And that was with him avoiding more hits with pocket work, avoiding more sacks with pocket work. So, I mean, like they've of all of, of all like the um, kind of like the classic things you talk about quarterbacks, like he's checking off so many boxes. And that's why I think Pete rem- continues to be confident in him. Um, and they just have to open it up. So, like, what does open it up really mean? Yeah. Um, I think that means uh, like more DK to the boundary, like just when they get single coverage, just Mm. throwing it Um, as, as for like, as for like design shot plays in their under center and their pistol offense. And we'll we'll talk about pistol, which they kind of use as under center, kind of use as shotgun and kind of uses pure drop back, et cetera. And, and uses a run formation, right? Um, They were running like that Yankee constraint, right? Like, deep post with with the cross instead of a cross it's like a deep whip and, and Lockett returns back yeah um he hit Lockett on one of them and then he had Lockett on another one but then the protection the auxiliary the 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 fullback didn't block it blower didn't block it so Gino scrambles and hits Lockett anyway on that on that deep one which of course DJ Dallas throws an interception after so then they can't Gino can't get rhythm and everything um but so what they did call what they did call that was aggressive for the most part, Gino executed. Um, yeah, and it wasn't much, by the way. Like that's not to wasn't. say he wouldn't have executed more, but like there wasn't as much as there could have been. Um, and then what hurts him in the second half, right? You know, drive six to start the second half. They go three and out. Where they go three and out because Penny misses a block on Bosa, but also it sprint out away from Joey Bosa. 
So I don't know why they released the backside tight end to Bosa anyway. Just keep him in and block Joey Bosa, double team him. But Penny misses the block, so Gino gets sacked because he doesn't have time to get it to the open lock here. Uh, then your second and 18, so you, you're checking down. Your third and 11 is just short of the, the first down after the right read of the coverage. Like drive seven, um, you go three and out again. Uh, you go run, 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 where... Um, your quarterback, like keeper on the quarterback bash, quarterback power, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Metcalf whiffs on his block. Like he should have made the block. He didn't. Then <laughs> drive eight. <laughs> uh, uh, this is start of the fourth quarter. Now <laughs> you're going uh nice Gino process, hitting Lockett on a, on a, on a passing play. Uh, nice Gino process, finding the check down after Gabe Jackson got beat around the edge by a wide three tech rush nice Gino process hitting Tyler Lockett for the first down against cover four then you go run on the first and 10 Haynes loses front side tackle for loss uh you go um (laughs) you go second and 12 so from that resulting tackle for loss you go drive combination where I think Walker runs the route wrong uh Gino also is pressured because um uh, Jackson lost again in the pocket, which sort you know kind of put a bit too much heat on it. So then you're in third and twelve, uh, and then they they ran a game, which meant Gino got sacked, so he didn't have time to get it off. And and then the game's done, right? Because you're you're already twenty nil down basically, and drive drive nine is is happening during a bad period. So really, like, oh, it's just frustrating because it's it's like all all these little things uh sort of added up where there's like litany of execution errors around Gino which just didn't allow him to play in like take advantage of the stuff they're giving him but also like he showed that he's ready for more and he just didn't quite get given it but then he may have been given it if it had the opportunities they they did play a lot more cover three than I thought they did but it was all off coverage like it was only in passing situations really where they went more middle field open right um so as part of their so what success they did have in the pure drop back game it was for the most part going to lock it and such right they need to get they need to get noah fant going um especially working the middle more because gina will throw that um and i i just like his his speed and size into the window even if he's not like the best high pointer or maximizing his catch radius i just think he needs to be involved um and I don't know, like, do they do they work more tighter split stuff, um, which is kind of kind of what Diamond Pistol does for them. Mm. Um, I just think they need to they, they need to not scheme scared. And like a, a lot of these plays were stalled by them scheming scared and thinking they're going to execute like with the, with the, the quarterback option game. Right. Like they did. That was getting a little too cute. And I thought maybe because they had that practice because um, and like the Wildcat stuff they maybe they practiced it this past week because they were expecting bad weather but it's like my thinking is even if the design of the play is sound in a snapshot my thinking is just let give gino a drop back let him read out let him read out the play and 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 let let him work because that's that's what he does best really um let him cook let let gino cook um especially in the areas that, that he does do best in. So I just feel like it's Waldron not needing to hold back. And we're not even talking with the deep stuff. We're talking like the intermediate oriented, intermediate oriented stuff. So that's where I'm at with it. Um, 
you know, it's, I really don't, the issues they had wasn't really sourced to Gino. Um, oh, so. yeah. The drive seven as well. The reason that they were, they, they had a, they had a, a six yard run, right, on first and 10. Uh, and then the next play, they go into two by two, right? And you've mentioned the play, they had 10 people on the field, which is more an aptitude. They go in 12 personnel pair trips, shift to like a two by two ace look. And they leave Joey Bosa like literally unblocked into Travis Homer. I just, I can't believe it wasn't a fumble, and and I can't believe it wasn't for loss. So it's second and four to third and four. But it's like, how are we leaving Bosa unblocked? I think Lucas thought he was running wide zone left, and it was actually wide zone right. And so Lucas went and helped. They triple teamed the defensive yeah. tackle and left Joey Bosa unblocked. Um, it's like little things like that, like so many mistakes like just mr blatant like mr simons around the the offense is just so it's frustrating but it's also like reassuring in a way because it's like there's no way that they play that bad again no. like no, how on uh that's not gonna happen now and the fact that gino stayed calm within all that and was like still still he didn't force the issue he still read out things um i guess we should talk about his interception um well we, we did a little bit that was when you were you were um, freestyling on your desk. I was knocking um, a glass of water over, I think. So actually, yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, it's all good, though. Like, uh, life is fine. I, I had mentioned how he kind of deduced pre-snap because he saw the nickel coming down. The nickel was capped. How it looked, they presented too high, and then they were spinning to one high. And his post-snap process reflected that he knew that without even seeing what Lockett was doing. He knew he had a one-on-one with him. And then I mm. talked about the Blythe pressure, pressure or getting pressured from Blythe's rusher pressuring right. him. Well, now he can't doesn't have the arm talent to overcome not being able to step into his throw mm. the way he wants no. to. No, but then Ka- Ka- Carol says like how right. they had a Mister Simon. Like if you look at the uh, at the Geno pick play, if you go back, you can see it on the TV copy as well. Marquis Goodwin in the slot runs an out route right into DK Metcalf. Right. Now, if Mark Goodwin flat, just right? runs up, yeah, he runs into the flat. If he just runs up slightly, even if it's on a hitch, he just commands the attention of the backside safety, uh, Gibson, I think it was. And the backside safety, because his two is out, even though he's playing the cover two deep half, as soon as your two is out and you're, you, you're, you're kind of um, looking to one and Metcalf's already turned back, so he can just basically push to the other side of the field. Yeah, that... If if Goodwin runs the right route there, uh, based on the coverage, then the the pick doesn't happen it's because it's tipped and it just falls incomplete. And you're like, oh, that was a close one. Uh, should also say that um, Hufanga is an unbelievable looking player at the moment. He's really suited good. to their how earth. they play yeah. football. Like the way they blitz him and then play him in the quarters is really exciting for them. And his run support is insane too. Yeah, like wow. Um, what a what a player. And they had a play where. In f- in the pistol full house formation, which I think does have a purpose. What we've said I, it, this week against cover three, it it created nice one on ones for them against the zone, but also like, but 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 they had a play where they just um left Hufanga unblocked off a blitz off the edge. Yeah, like, they just yeah. didn't even block it. No one blocked him because of the blocking scheme of uh, the zone concept um, not working. Was, it, was that was that on the was that like on the the boot right? No. That's a separate oh. play. But oh. but again, like, <laughs> there's no, so yeah. many errors yeah. we can get into. So, yeah. Uh, 
a bit more positive again watching the offense because Gino's process, despite all of this, remained accurate and his, because his poise remained. And the, the reason why we're positive is because we assume that they're no, the everyone around him is never going to have that bad of a game again, right? Yes. Or at least not all at the same time. So then if Gino's process and everything he's doing continues to project forward, then theoretically they should be scoring more points. Uh, and, and it's a lot, it's hard to not improve on scoring zero offensive points anyway. Mm. But I mean, they're a team that any given week should be able to get into the 20 plus range. They have that in them. That doesn't mean they'll always do it, but that they have that in them. And I still think that soon enough, we could start to think of them as an above average offense. And I do. So my predict, my prediction for the season is that, well, I'll go average. My prediction for the season is that I think they have enough on the bone where they can be an average offense. Um, and then that means they're going to have games better than average and games worse than average. But I don't think they need to have, they may not have another disaster game in them. Um, so th- that's Hopefully how I not. feel about it. Just like- because when your quarterback is, is that consistent in decision-making, yeah. that goes for so much. And that does not necessarily mean conservative. Like, again, I thought, relative to what was schemed and called yeah it wasn't he was aggressive he, within he was, that he's pushing it downfield when the play and the opportunity allows itself he's not right. it's the same thing we saw in the preseason he's and still and, he's still taking the chances which are there right and, and granted scheme generally flows from quarterback skill set so so yeah you don't go deep with him like you do with russell wilson like you can't throw 50 yard fades and 50 yard posts with him right but you can still call more than what Waldron did and he will throw that and he'll throw it within structure again like I said earlier where it's not necessarily the primary focus of the play he'll progress to a deep shot that is there if the defense gives it to him well like when he found Tyler Lockett on the on the improvised uh route where basically basically his play action um he gets Lockett's coming open it's a seven-man protection the protection messes up uh gets squeezed down and allows allows uh, pressure before Gino can hit Lockett. So Gino rolls right calmly. Lockett's on the same page as him from an improvisation standpoint. Gino lofts the football uh, very quickly to Lockett, quick enough that the defenders can't break on it, and it's complete for a big play. That's the drive where I think they ended up doing the weird wildcat thing. Like other other first like first half errors, because we haven't been through them, but like sec- first and 10, wide zone, Um, you, you call... 21 personnel eye formation against the bare front, and then you call weak wide zone. So you have a situation where you're running into a no bubble defense, which is just a disaster, um, and there's no space for it. So that's for a one yard loss. Then on the second and 11, they try that RPO that they did against the Broncos middle field open, but Kenneth Walker goes the wrong way. Like, <laughs> so then you're in third and yeah. 12, and that's that's yeah. amazing. And then they can just sit back, like, Third and twelve against defenses ain't a winning formula. It, it, even Seattle's defense, like, you're, you're not going to win against a team in third and eleven. So like, and then and then even the two minute drill, like that they have at the end of the half, they have no timeouts and they have like one minute thirty left. Like you can't do that much when they're just going to sit off you and you've got like not the best field position anyway. Like it's just so annoying because, yeah, I don't know. So they had yeah. like one good drive in the game where they didn't have any errors, which ended with a pick. Uh, and then the, even the penalties, like the, the lineman downfield thing to negate the big Metcalf shot, like 
man, that's an error. Like it is, yeah. it's a mistake. So I right. don't know. So, they'll be all right. So one, one last thing. So this, this diamond pistol stuff where we're talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's delve being. into that a bit more. So, so pistol obviously being where the, you're the quarterbacks in shotgun, but the running back is behind the quarterback. And then you've got two, two guys in the backfield flanking the quarterback. So um, really forming a triangle, um, but that we call a diamond pistol. Um, because if you think about it, if the quarterback was under center, it would form a diamond. But then if you put him into the shotgun, now it's no longer a diamond, but they call it diamond pistol. So that to emphasize the quarterbacks and pistol. Anyway, you guys get the picture. Um, and I'm sure you guys did anyway before that. Uh, so w- what's cool about it is, again, they, this game they ran they ran um you can run out of it and so you, you're they're running out of it enough again it's like a 50 50 split where the defense is treating you like it's essentially under center so they're which means really they're playing one high they're trying to be gapped out um so if they're running out of it that means they can run turn your back play action out of it and they they hit couple of they had one i think play action concept hit off of this mm-hmm. and then also they're running just pure drop back out of it and why that's important is because if they're treating it like it's under center and they're not only they're aligning to you like they're expecting a run or play action pass it, it influences their person the defensive personnel and it influences individual defenders like thinking and keying it's all about tendency then you get into pure drop back, you have an advantage because the pass rush isn't as juiced up and the defenders are, are, are their alignments and their drops. They're thinking other things. So like they hit, they hit Tyler Lockett on the 14 yard curl route out of it. Gino did. Um, so that means that like the concepts themselves are fairly vanilla or they don't have to get more complicated than that. They well, and it's hard they to don't. make them more complicated when you only have two right, like, instant receivers out there. That too. That too. But it's just, it gives them a, an advantage from a tendency standpoint because defenses, they want to chart you. They want to put what you do in the buckets and categorize you so that that can inform what they need to do. You're using that information against them if you can sell that you're trying to be an under center team when you're in pistol. And this is just one back pistol too. But then if you can also call your pure drop back that gives you an advantage, you can be more efficient on average when you do just call a straight drop back with no play action out of it. So, yep. you know. And then it also gives them options on second and short because you can run gap stuff and take advantage of the front. Uh, they just yeah, need no, to block that better. And it's cool how you can you can sometimes have running backs and the fullback there, and you can sometimes use the tight ends in it. But um, right, I feel like just because of the Walker forty personnel wildcat pistol, uh, where Dallas threw the pick, like it's easy to then lump in the rest of this with it. But that's not the same deal. Like this, when this Gino's is... back there, exactly. <laughs> like, actual you have an actual guy who can throw. Um, yeah. 